0: we're here with sinking season, uh, times two. I don't even know what to call it. Thomas, we interviewed you. I, it must've been probably about a year ago.
1: It was, uh, April of last year.
0: Yeah. So tell us, we'll start with, we'll do intros here in a sec, but tell us what has happened since the last time we talked to you.
2: A lot.
1: Um, so I've done a lot of shows. I think, close to a hundred since then um, also got the full bands uh, of, you know, the four members that are all full time now as well. Um, right. But we've went basically from uh, New England to Hawaii and back, uh, playing in a lot of different States and a lot of places. And uh, it's been a really, really good time. And uh, a lot of progress has been made with the band. Uh, mm-hmm. as well, uh, accompanied by how much we've been playing shows and getting out there and spreading the music. Um, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a, been a really good thing.
0: You ended the year in Hawaii. That was pretty epic.
1: Yeah, that was really fun. We uh, played two shows out there, um, both really good turnouts. Uh, we had three, three different local bands on each show. Um, I think we had like 150 at the first show and, mm-hmm. Over a hundred at the second show. So uh yeah, it was great. And uh we all went out there for four or five days as well, um just to hang out and kind of uh recap the year. Uh good place to be in early December for sure.
0: Yeah. It's it's so funny because I went there for Thanksgiving and then I I think you went like the day I came back. (laughs) I was Mm, like, Oh shit, I wanna be there still. (laughs) But I wanted to go to we went to the Big Island, and then we were, and then we went to um, uh, Oahu for a few days. That's where you were at, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We
1: played in Honolulu, but uh, we went all over the island when we were there. Yeah. So, so fun. fun.
0: I, I miss, we didn't have time to go to North Shore, though. Uh, but you went yeah. there. Yep, yeah, I saw to you, that you went there. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yay! All right, so let's do some intros with Don and Daryl, and then Mike's gonna hopefully join us here soon. He might mm-hmm. be just taking a nap. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> probably <gonna> <laughs> yeah, right. probably. Okay, who would like to go first?
3: Uh, sure, I'll get started here. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, good evening. I'm Don. Thanks okay. for having us, um, Don Gibbons. I play bass in the group and playing bass with uh, Thomas and the Sinking Season team since. Uh, summer of last year it's been a lot of fun um as for me i've been a musician for a while uh since like age 12 or 13 been playing guitar but uh also uh, play drums and bass and that sort of thing and um yeah it's been a lot of fun playing in this group i've had a lot of firsts as a musician in this group uh first band that i've played out of state and um like we're saying we played in hawaii and canada and got a lot of plans for this year and next year and so um yeah, it's uh, been fun playing in the group.
4: So thanks for having me on the interview.
0: Awesome. Love it. Yeah, for sure.
4: Yep. Cool. Uh, I'm Daryl Thyle. I joined the band actually around the same time that Don did. So I think our first show in the band was together. Um, yep. I've been playing music since I was nine. But actually, after I got married uh, in my early 20s, I sort of, like, stopped really playing that much, Um, maybe touched my guitar once or twice a year for, like, 15 minutes, (laughs) Um, Mm. and at the beginning of last year, I actually, like, for New Year's, I was like, hey, I want to play guitar more, so um, I'm going to take lessons and just sharpen some technical stuff and just have a reason to play, Um, and then, you know, I was in a musician-seeking musicians group, just sort of, like, working not not really actively looking for something and thomas reached out and he's like you should play leads on this show and i'm like i don't think i can do that and he's like you'll be fine just show up and practice once um oh. and i sort of just said okay um and it was honestly like a great decision um similar to don have got to experience a lot of things that i didn't think i would get the experience like sort of dreams that i thought had passed me by so Really enjoyed, you know, this last year with the band, um, and I'm looking forward to the future.
0: So, how did you all meet? Was it the same group?
3: Yep, same online forum there, yeah. basically through Facebook. Uh, Facebook
1: groups for Seattle musicians. Uh, there's a few of them. Um, basically, there's like a seeking uh, seeking members group on Facebook, um, and then I think Seattle musicians. Um, Yeah, um, I had put a post out saying that I was looking for, you know, full time members um, to join and had a bunch of people, you know, reach out and send video um, auditions, basically. Um, And uh, yeah, uh, Don originally was uh, auditioning to be our drummer. um, Mm -hmm. But then uh, we already had a drummer um so he decided to do bass and uh daryl was just always wanted to do guitar so
0: yeah, um, yeah mike has he's been in the band mike has right
1: um well when you met him he was a fill-in oh okay. um, and he basically he was a fill-in for maybe six months or so um before yeah. uh we finally kind of solidified um you know, cause I, I had a lot of fill-ins for, you know, yeah. a year. Um, I was kind of only doing fill-ins for a, for a while. Um, and then I, you know, wanted to solidify, uh, at least a core group of people. Uh, we still have fill-ins on occasion when people can't make it. Uh, mm-hmm. we have a fill-in on this upcoming tour cause Don's not going to be able to go. Um, uh, mm-hmm. but then we just, you know, we have a, we have a good list of, uh, you know, bench people that kind of are ready mm-hmm. to to jump in whenever. So it's been nice.
0: Yeah. Oh, that is cool. Mm-hmm. So, what made you decide you wanted a core group?
1: Um, I think it just adds to the show when it's all four of us because we're so used to playing with each other, yeah. and uh, uh, more so than just the the songs, kind of like our tra- our transitions and kind of uh, you know how we interact on stage and kind of like. What we talk about in between songs and all that stuff—it's it, more solidified of a product. I feel if it's the same four people,
0: mm-hmm. uh, for
1: sure. but you know, having said that, you know, sometimes life happens, and we're all in our mid-thirties, so uh, it's it's also nice to have you know a group of people behind us that are willing to uh, you know be on the be on the line basically if uh, yeah. someone needs to call out.
0: Yeah, yeah you are it- officially mid-thirty now, Thomas.
1: Uh, (laughs) on sunday sunday is my birthday
0: oh Um, it is so you went did you go to mexico to celebrate
1: yeah yeah
4: cool
1: yeah because Um, uh my birthday's on sunday and then i fly out on tuesday for this tour so um um, i celebrated it early ish and then uh sunday we're gonna go to the kraken game mm -hmm. uh, and get dinner so uh yeah so it should be
0: fine. Oh, fun. Uh, yeah,
1: Daryl or Don, you want to jump in on, on kind of that, your
4: opinions on the group of four, yeah. uh, stability kind of? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. So, yeah, I think chemistry goes a long way. It's sort of hard to really describe what it is. Like, it's not something you'd write down on paper. Like, this is what makes the four of us play really well together. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of, I think a lot of it is just like, Under like intuitively understanding what each other are trying to do um, and being able to play off of each other. I think like build energy off of each other. Um, You know, like when Agano is doing something on drums, like Don can quickly key in and like follow along and then I can follow the energy of that. Um, And and I think like all of us sort of do that. Um, And yeah, I I think like when someone else has to fill in, it doesn't mean that it's bad, but Mm -hmm. there's there's just like a different, it's like a different color in your palette that you're not used yeah. to. And so there, there's like less of that interplay.
0: Now, Daryl, were you, you said, well, you've been playing like forever. Were you in a band before you took a break?
4: No, not really. I mean, I think the most that I did was like church bands growing up, um, mm-hmm. which is not mm-hmm. all that musically interesting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am I don't I doubt that. But so um well that's wow. That's quite the big transition then from not like really being in a band to mm-hmm. touring all over the place. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
2: You yeah. skipped
1: a lot of steps for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. It was that easy for me. I like it's fucking took like a lot of time to get to this point. Yeah.
0: I love it. Okay, Don, what about you?
3: Yeah, it's uh, been good to have the core four of us guys kind of solidified here for shows. It helps kind of doing the same things and and getting used to each other and what's happening, kind of like Daryl was saying. Um, But also in terms of uh, writing the next songs that we're going to be doing going forward, Um, we already got some new stuff in the works, some new riffs Mm -hmm. and things like that. And uh, it's good to have good musicians identified and... Be able to start bouncing ideas off each other. Um, yeah. We're real excited about what's going to be coming that way, too. Um, but yeah, we just played a gig last night mm-hmm. at uh, Sunset Tavern uh, in Seattle, and it was good to have us core four there. And it was a great turnout there. And uh, yeah, it's always good when it's the four of us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, it looked like it.
3: Yeah. yeah I, it we were good, talking good about
0: this at the gym. This morning, Thomas, when did you fly back? Like, were you exhausted? You are probably Somewhere. just like... From, from Mexico. Mexico, yeah.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, I got home about 11 p.m. the night before the show. Oh, okay.
0: So you yeah. had all day to sleep.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: I was going to stay in Mexico longer, but uh, I forgot we had booked this show and also daryl was in new york the same days as me so he had just got back from new york too so we kind of both got home and just played a show but that's what's good about also uh having the four of us is we don't have to practice so we just (laughs) our only time playing together is when we're on stage we don't rehearse. No
0: way you don't rehearse
1: oh we don't rehearse
0: i was just gonna ask you how often do you guys get together to rehearse
1: no, we uh we had a we had a studio spot that we lost in October, so we haven't practiced oh. since then. But we play we play so many shows yeah. that it's like yeah. that is our practice, you know.
0: Yeah. That's true.
1: But I mean, we will we we will have to practice when we're learning new songs, but like we're playing the songs we've already been playing for this whole time, so you know.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I I, I think I think that ability to be a little bit more improvised uh, is also a good thing about having S4. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we don't play the songs exactly the same every time. Like, we don't play to a click. We don't, like, we sometimes will switch up the set list order and, like, it, it's kind of, like, very fluid. Yeah, um, that's cool. So it, it allows for a little bit of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So, um, what we like to do, and Thomas has gone through all the questions. So we are just going to interrogate Daryl and Dawn with just a few. Just we'll just we won't go through all of them. But um, Anna has a few questions that we want to hear some feedback from you guys. So Anna, you get to pick which questions, and we'll start with Daryl and mm-hmm. then go with Dawn.
2: Yeah. Um. I think we sometimes like to I think it's fun because I think people have varying answers on how they want to answer this one but um who has inspired you to get involved in music
4: uh I mean early on my uncle gave me my first guitar when I was nine and he would always like play it at family stuff and it was was always kind of like cheesy stuff but I was like oh like I want to learn how to do that but Mm -hmm. I think like what gave me sort of a passion for music was growing up in the local Seattle music scene, like going to like teen centers and, and stuff like that. Um, like ground zero K tub seeing bands like this Providence and Gatsby's American dream and, uh, and danger radio. Like, like when I was like 16, like I was at shows like once or twice a week. Um, yeah, I just really fell in love with music and DIY music and the community. And, um, Yeah.
0: Oh, cool. Would you say that your
4: cousin kind of uh, helps Mm -hmm. with that as well? Actually, probably not. Uh, So, my cousin's the lead guitarist of Soundgarden. um, Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, but I wouldn't say that that played a huge role in my passion for music. Hmm.
0: So I'm going to ask the obvious question: Did you meet Chris?
4: Uh, yeah, I, I went to, I I get to like hang out backstage at some of their shows and I went to one with Nine Inch Nails at White River and, um, yeah, he was there. He doesn't really like to talk to people, but, um, quickly said hello, you know, um, I think also at the Paramount, um, I was more starstruck to meet Randy Johnson. Um, I was like fangirling out over him. Um, he was... (laughs) Less interested in me than he was in my wife. Uh, he was super nice to her and kind of just like brushed me off.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it happens. <laughs> That's so rad. I love it. Cool. All right, Don. How about you?
3: Yeah, when I was a real little kid, I was actually growing up around here as well. I was really into hip hop music and um, just the R and B and the grooves and deep bass. And then when I was about thirteen, that's when bands mm-hmm. like, uh, Korn and and Lincoln Park started getting real big, and they were blending hip hop with rock really well. And all of a sudden, I just became a rock and roll fan kind of overnight. And I was like, I need to start playing guitar. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, my parents mm-hmm. got me an uh, an acoustic guitar, which was, of course was nothing like uh, you know what those guys were playing or anything. But then I kind of started getting <laughs> into more sing songy stuff, like uh, learning like Weezer's songs and Nirvana, and then Mm Blink-182 started getting pretty big, and everyone was learning their songs. And, uh, yeah, just a lot of those artists along the way and playing Mm -hmm. guitar. Um, I had a couple uh, people in my life kind of show me some things, too, like a friend's – one of my friend's dad, uh, he was a guitarist, and he saw me playing guitar, and so he kind of started showing me some things. Um, And I had another music teacher, Mm -hmm. too, and he kind of saw what I was doing, and he showed me some things. Um, I never learned music on a staff – or anything like that and not too big into musical theory, but I always love learning songs by a band. And even if you learn it the wrong way, you know, you've kind of learned something original that you've done. Um, so yeah, it was really just, um, my own experimentation with music and trying to emulate other people's sounds. And then I really started getting into hard rock, um, bands like tool and, uh, you know, Alice in Chains and that sort of thing. And then here I am, but, uh, yeah, back in Seattle and playing music with cool dudes. But uh, yeah, it's been a fun journey. So I'm, I'm glad I started doing that way back when. But uh, yeah, that's definitely how I got into it.
0: I love it. Yeah. Did you, were you yeah. in a band before?
3: Yeah, I, I played in bands as a kid. Um, I played in a punk rock band. In fact, mm-hmm. my first time playing music was uh, Battle of the Bands in Butte, Montana. And there were six bands there. We actually won. We took first mm-hmm. place. And uh, that was uh, a fun time. Oh, And we, yeah, we used the $500 prize to buy a a PA system. And uh, I still have some of the speakers of that PA system here at my house, actually. And um, anyways, yeah. And then college (laughs) came around and I was still playing in groups, but a lot of like house shows, you know, uh, and that sort of thing and and bar gigs. And um, after college, I actually kind of took a break as well for maybe five or six years, not from playing the instrument, but from playing um, in bands and that sort of thing. And then. Um, finally just got my act together and, and started reaching out to folks, writing my own songs, um, playing in other groups and then, you know, met Thomas along the way. And, uh, you know, I've, I've always kind of been a fan of emo music along the way. Uh, big fan of bands like Thursday and Mm -hmm. Hawthorne Heights and that kind of stuff. But, um, like these guys are super into it. Like they, they know a lot of the bands that, that I don't know. So that's Mm -hmm. been cool. Um, driving on the road with these guys and getting to know a lot of the, uh, just really discovering that I actually really do love that music. And uh, it still has kind of a popping scene out there. People still like it. So it's pretty exciting.
0: I know. Anna, Anna is my Thomas. Oh, <laughs> nice. Did I say that right? Because Anna is like strictly <laughs> emo. Like she doesn't go anywhere yeah. else. Maybe some other rock, but I'm everything. Nice. But yeah. She is my Thomas. Like when we yep. go to shows, yeah. I'm oh,
3: like,
0: oh Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she focuses a lot on the lyrics too, which I know. Mm-hmm. You know. So,
1: it, what was the last show we went to together? Was it the Yellow Card one?
0: Was it Yellow Card? Yeah, I think so. Oh gosh! I really we went to it Jimmy
1: Eat World like, yeah, so. and Manchester yeah. together as well.
0: Hmm. I do love Jimmy Eat World. I do. Mm-hmm. That was a good show. Yeah. Yep, yep. Are you going to go to Blink again?
1: Uh, Yep. I'm going to the Portland one.
0: Oh. Not the Gorge?
1: No. Gorge is too hot for me.
0: (laughs) I know. I think it's in freaking July or something, right? Yeah. Um,
4: We'll be uh, going on tour, and we take my Jeep Grand Cherokee, and space is so tight. And Thomas will just walk down from his apartment with this, like, fan that just takes up so much room. I haven't brought a fan in a while. Yeah. I'm getting (laughs) it. It's been winter. You
0: should get him. Oh, I got the perfect birthday gift. You just have to, like, get it now. But you could get the neck fan for him.
1: (laughs) Can I wear that on stage? Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's compact. Oh, shit. That would be funny. I love it. Um, okay well good answers what's our next question Anna
2: for the boys what is your what is the best or your favorite thing about this process
1: what process specifically
2: so it could be whatever if it's like writing writing the music or you know rehearsing or playing the shows or whatever what's your favorite thing
4: yeah sure Uh, there's a lot of like I think challenging parts about being in a band, right? Like being on the road, driving, like sleeping on floors or, you know, like crazy stuff like that. But for me, like there's, there's two things that are the best moments. One is like being on the stage, like for those like 45 minutes, you kind of just like are in the moment you get to disappear. And like, especially when it's the four of us, just like have this very like comfortable thing that you're very familiar with um, Mm -hmm. and express yourself. Um, and the other is, like, when we're on tour, like, sometimes it's getting a meal. Sometimes it's, like, a hungover conversation in the Airbnb. But there's, like, these, like, just little moments where it's, like, you're just having a great time together. Um, yeah. So, for me, those are the the two favorites.
0: Yeah. How was uh, how was Vegas? Mm-hmm.
4: It was cool. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we it. Depends a- who you ask, because we all had
1: different stories about Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was
0: looking, like, at <laughs> no, my no, old messages between no. us, Thomas, like, looking for your uh, email, which is super easy. And then I came across, like, the Vegas trip, and I was like, oh.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I would have died if I drank There was that a lot one. of
4: alcohol. There was a lot of gambling. <laughs> um, there, there was some Outback Steakhouse. Oh. Hey, that
1: was Dawn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got we got to Vegas, and then Don was like, all right, I'm going to go, and then he ended up at Outback Steakhouse like within 15 minutes, and then we really didn't see him again until the show, which was
3: yep. the next day. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. What happened, yeah, was- Don? Where'd you go? Let's see. Went gambling, a uh, lot of blackjack, a lot of drinking, a lot of day drinking. Um, I think there were some sports on TV at the time, um, but yeah, I was just... Uh, Let's see. Didn't lose too much. Let's see. I had 60 bucks, turned it into about 100 bucks, and then turned that 100 bucks into zero bucks. But, uh, yeah, over the course of uh, 10 or 13 hours, just slowly made my way over to the show area, and they they had my bass guitar there for me, so uh, I was just ready to go by the time the show was on.
1: <laughs> so they got a couple of those gigantic ice, alcohol,
2: nope. fucking, Gotta
1: do that. whatever they're called
4: things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those $30 yeah. hours. Oh, I lost a thousand dollars. So Don did pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That's not I bad, but you do all day have for free. To,
0: like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. He uh, You had like a 13 hour drinking thing going on. <laughs> and me and, me and Daryl were off doing other stuff. Uh, we were doing karaoke and, uh, poker we played tournament. a poker tournament, uh, yeah, we kind of all just were doing our own thing.
4: Oh my That's gosh. honestly like one of the, another great part of the band. Like we're all in our mid thirties. Like I think we like traveling and being new places. Like the band is an excuse to do that. Like Hawaii is a good example, right? Like um, just like an excuse to go and hang out in the sun and on the beach and enjoy yourself. And sometimes we don't get a ton of time in cities, but like th- yeah. those are great experiences.
1: Plus, it's usually all of our expenses are covered uh, from the shows. So it's kind of like free vacation in a way.
0: Yeah. Well, that's great. We live vicariously through you. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> How did yeah. you book shows in Hawaii? Is it yeah. like the, the same as anywhere else?
1: Yeah. Um, so I do all, I do all of our booking myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just kind of went on Instagram, saw where the venues are that, you know, this style of music plays, um, linked up with some bands, you know, I've, I was talking to maybe 10, 15 Hawaiian, Hawaiian, bands. Um, so I found six bands that wanted to play with us over the course of two days. And then I just emailed those venues saying, Hey, I got, we're coming here from Seattle. We got three local bands. It's going to be a cool show. We'll have a good draw. And yeah, it's pretty much that easy. Uh, you just, it's the same as booking anywhere. Yeah. yeah.
0: Interesting. Anna, we did have a Hawaiian band reach out to us for an interview too i knew you were gonna ask that i I can't remember off the top of my head i'll I'll text it to you might have been
1: someone we played with (laughs) because they might have saw on instagram or something that we did this before
0: yeah 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 that's what made me think i'm like oh shit yeah anyway cool did we did everyone answer i just want to make sure Don,
1: uh, your, oh, your, I guess I can chip in a little bit on Don, this one. I don't you know, know if Don. I talk to oh, yeah. you, Don, yeah, Don, Don, go first. Go. Okay.
3: Yeah, we're talking about the process. And, um, yeah, it is fun, uh, you know, mm-hmm. playing the music in front of the folks. Um, with touring and playing a lot of these shows, I've actually gotten to see a lot of my old friends from either college or high school who are, you know, all around in different states and that sort of thing. And got to see, a, a you know, one in Oregon uh, the other week and Dog? one in Tri-Cities. And then, yeah, got my buddy in Boise up in, uh, up there in Idaho. So yeah, buddies all over. Uh, so it's cool to see them, you know, and have them come out to our shows. Um, but another part of the process which I've got to experience with other bands, but not with this band yet, but I'm excited to is where, um, you know, we've recorded our music and you've kind of sent it off for people to master essentially for you. And then you get to listen to it back for the first time, the real music and, and, uh, that's a real kind of special moment. I've had some like, you know, exciting times when, when that's happened. It's like a Christmas day kind of a thing. And so i mm-hmm. um, looking forward to doing that with this group too. And, and getting on to the next round of songs.
0: Yeah. Are you doing that when you get back from this tour? Um, we, don't,
1: we ha- it's not really like, uh, we haven't really set a date or anything, but yeah, it's, hmm. it'll be over. It'll be over spring. We're going to record some stuff. Uh, Not really sure what what the plan is. We're kind of just going to record some songs and kind of go from there, see how it comes Mm -hmm. out, you know, see how we want to release it. Um,
4: But yeah, just kind of like
1: backpacking off off of that. Uh, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: So up up until this point with the band, uh, I think there's 41 songs on Spotify officially released. Um, I essentially wrote and recorded mostly everything that there's been. So this is going to be the first time where it's gonna be a collective effort. Um, so I think that will be something that's uh, interesting and different uh, going forward as, as in forms of process. Uh, you know, Daryl has already wrote a, a full song that we're uh, kind of go, going forward with, um, that I really haven't done, did anything with. He wrote all the lyrics, I just did my vocals and that was it. Um, oh, nice. so, that, so that's been the first time in this band that uh that have done that so uh
4: Mm
1: -hmm. yeah so you know there's going to be some some differences when it Mm -hmm. when it comes to new music going forward with the process i was
0: i was going to ask you thomas because i was like i'm sure he's only done everything so (laughs) how do you feel about that
1: um i i think i think seeing as that i've already put out uh you know two LPs and then a compilation and have done it myself so much that uh, working with other people for the next release will offer a different sense of kind of direction. Um, mm-hmm. I tend to write a lot of music that's like in the similar like keys and uh, I'm kind of like, I don't know, I have I've, I've feel like I've done what I've done a lot now. So mm-hmm. it's going to be cool to have, uh, you know, different things that I wouldn't have, th- have thought of sure. to, to play, so.
0: Oh, that, yeah, that'll be cool, just being open to the mm-hmm. process and create, yeah, the creative process there. Mm-hmm. Are you excited, Daryl? Yeah. I'm excited to hear your song. You, ju- you just wrote the lyrics, though, or did you write everything? No,
4: I did the whole thing, and then our, our drummer oh, cool. added some cool stuff, like <clears throat> programmed yeah. some drums and some leads yeah. and stuff like that over it. So yeah, it's exciting. I'm going through a, a divorce right now. So I've got lots of inspiration.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just use this time to vent. Yeah. 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 Not that like, I mean, obviously it sucks because I've gone through a divorce too. Thomas, I think you've been divorced. We're on that club, <laughs> so, yeah. but at least you have the outlet to like, write, And I swear. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Anna likes the sad songs too, so she'll really like this one that you're. <laughs>
2: yeah. I I'm sorry you guys have to experience heartbreak, but I do <laughs> you like the really yeah. the heartbreaking music, so. That's basically why we're both in
1: divorces so that we can like Yeah.
2: Down. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for doing
0: that for me. I mean, yeah, we'll be like at the gym or whatever, and just like the song is just—it's so sad and depressing, but it's so good. <laughs> like, oh <my> god! <laughs> like, I mean, we love Amity Affliction, right? And their songs are just, yeah,
1: yeah, god. yeah. It's the best part it's of. So it's so, the best it's part so of like going through bad things. Mm -hmm. Uh, is that you can turn it into music, usually.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And it's a a very uh, lucky outlet that musicians have that other people otherwise wouldn't.
4: Yeah, nothing's worse than trying to write a song when everything is going good in life. Because you just, like, listen to it, and you're like, this sucks. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you need some really raw, (laughs) like, emotions, I think, to write stuff that you like listening to and that Mm -hmm. other people will like listening to why i kind of hate like yeah. top 40 stuff because you just mm-hmm. listen to it and it just sounds like an algorithm like there, there's nothing really like deep uh that you feel um mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah yeah that's true well i'm sorry you're going through that that's it's never easy having to no, no
4: worries yeah
0: yeah um okay mm-hmm. so don talked about it okay i think we're good i think everyone had mm-hmm. talked right answered awesome okay
2: Cool. Yeah. Next question. Um, What, or actually, who would you want to collaborate with, past or present?
4: I mean, I, th- I think for us, like, collaborating would probably look like other vocalists. Like, I don't think we would invite other guitarists or drummers or bass players to collaborate because sort of, like, fits into what we're doing. Like, maybe someone on keys, but I think, like, other vocalists who can sort of, like, add some range to what we do. And, and I think like we have songs where we've collaborated with other vocalists um, mm-hmm. and that's been great. But I, I also think like producers, like producers make such a big difference in the finished product. And I, I think that like, there's there's a lot of people that we've been throwing around like Fred Mascherino from Taking Back Sunday who we've been touring with, who we've been talking about maybe recording with. Um, and, and yeah, it, it's like interesting to, to see the imprint that they make on a band. Like I think a lot of people call them like the fifth or the sixth member of the band. So Mm -hmm. I think that interests me. Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, just to add on to that, uh, Mm -hmm. I've talked to Fred about producing us. Um, also, uh, Ace Enders from the early November. I've, I've had some conversations with him, uh, about working together, but in terms of music, um, I mean, it would never happen, but I don't even know if I said this last time, but Hayley Williams would be really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I think any female vocalist that I like, I want to make songs with. So yeah. That's kind of like <laughs> my... Yeah. That,
2: we know would,
1: you are, Hayley. Yeah, yeah, what's going
0: be, on with Paramore?
1: Um, yeah, that was weird, right? But it uh, seems like everything's fine now. Uh, they released, they put some new stuff out finally. they I know they... They like deleted their Instagram and it was like yeah. they deleted their website and didn't say anything, and then they canceled their shows and then no one said yeah. anything about it. But then like, then they just released something that without even addressing it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it was something to do with like their contract yeah. for their record label ended so that they, they're they going independent. So they had to like delete everything. I think it was something like that. Um, that i not really sure, but
4: hmm. uh,
1: they're supposed to be touring with Taylor Swift. Uh, in March, so and I don't oh. think that I don't think they're turning down that paycheck. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: right? <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> That's
0: um, random. Yeah, Who else I, is on that tour? Yeah,
1: uh, I think it's just them two. Oh. I'm not sure. I mean, this is like her the uh, Taylor Swift heiress tour, like leg, whatever, fifteen. Uh, I think they're doing South America and Canada or something.
0: Yeah, I can't keep up with the Swifties. I don't yeah. get it. I mean, they're if you guys are into, into it, I just can't.
1: I mean, you know, I don't. I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I I think I think it's cool that she's uh, got so much success and she actually writes her own music, which is really yeah. cool. Because um, a lot of pop icons, you know, they just sing yeah. whatever someone tells them to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, I do respect her for, you know, yeah. you know, that and she does a lot to help out like people and she pays her staff really well. So, you know, I can't hate on her. I don't really yeah. love her music, but she has some songs yeah. that are cool.
0: People just hate on it when they're successful mm-hmm. and she's got a bajillion dollars and I hate that because I want some. <laughs> 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 no, she's super talented. I love it. Cool. Okay, Don. Yeah.
3: You know, the collaboration question is a good one because I've been thinking about an answer here for five minutes and I'm having trouble thinking of something. Um, Normally my process is working with musicians is either me like learning their songs or me showing them my songs. And um, yeah, um, but I know one of my favorite bands uh, of all time, Tool, um, they tour a lot and um, they kind of bring out a guest uh, artists sometimes usually to play guitar during some of their songs. And if, if I could collaborate in any way, you know, kind of a low pressure situation like that, just coming out for about five minutes during a, a set of theirs or something, getting to play a guitar solo over some of their songs. That would be uh that'd be my dream collaboration right there. Dream that would be my sure. dream
0: too. And I don't play an instrument. Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 They're, yeah, they're a great band. I saw them in a uh, Bonnaroo in uh, 2007 and uh, they were playing lateralis And Tom Morello from uh, Rage Against Mm the Machine came out and was playing the guitar with them during it, and it melted my face, melted everyone's face. And uh, yeah, I've been inspired by that ever since. Um, Yeah, and they still do that kind of stuff. I've seen the drummer of Black Keys perform with them, do kind of a drum solo on stage. And uh, yeah, it's cool to see musicians do that kind of stuff. It's inspiring. Um, Yeah. Because yeah, usually you think they're Mm -hmm. just kind of staying in their own lane and stuff, but then... You know, they get together and something crazy happens. So yeah, it'd be yeah, cool if I you, could do something like that.
0: Did you go to the Tacoma show?
3: I did. Year? I did. I did. And did it was so, really like, awesome.
0: Steel Beans. Have you guys seen yes, Steel Steel Beans? Yes,
3: Steel Beans from Everett. Yep, I know him. I know Jeremy too. Yeah. yeah guy.
0: So I yep. we interviewed I forget who, but they were like, Oh, you should see if you could interview Steel Beans, and he had just went on tour with Tenacious D or something. I'm yeah. like, Yeah, that's, yeah, that's gonna awesome. happen. But um <clears throat> but he opened and I was like dude is so talented. He does everything.
3: Right? Everything. Yep. It's inspiring. And yeah. he's right here from Everett and a uh, cool guy and um it's inspiring to know that an act like that can get taken up by, you know, a big band and go and play 40 dates with Tool or like Aaron Jones, uh, another Seattle act getting to play with Rolling Stones for all those shows and yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. So we just got to keep I'm plugging away at it.
4: Smashing Pumpkins?
3: Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. They need a new uh, guitarist. That could, that'd be a good role right there.
4: <laughs> uh, I think submission um, I know one of your answers no. for who you would want to collaborate with with Sinking Season. Uh, Fuller. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. He
3: could do a couple verses or two. Yeah. yeah he's, a, <laughs> he's, he's a cool I guy to met on tour. I guess, right.
1: I guess we could also say collaborating in terms of touring with. And I think yeah. one of our collective bands that we would love to do shows with is is uh, Thursday. Mm.
3: Uh, yep. so, you
1: know, I think all of us would drop everything to do to do that. So uh, yeah, a good.
4: One. Or brand new who... back together. Or who? Well, brand, brand new. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh yes.
0: Yeah, Anna and I saw Brand New in Canada when we were like how old? I don't even fucking know. Twenty. No, you had. Carter, then. She's got three kiddos. So, then, so that must have been, how old's Carter? 11? 12? I don't even know. But she, so we go to Canada, saw them, and she had her car broken into. Oh, man. And so we had to drive all the way back with the window broken, and it was like January or something. <laughs> like, it's fucking awful. But brand new was great. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally earth, worth. Yeah. Was it worth? I love brand new.
0: <laughs> Insurance is fine. It covered it. It was good. Oh, Funny, cool. Anna. All right, Anna,
2: you want to do a couple more? Well, I mean, I feel like we kind of you you guys kind of talked about like who you would op- who you would want to open for if you could open for anyone, but if you think of any other ones, and the other ones um are more just band specific. So, um, Thomas, you've answered this one before, but Um, I don't know if Daryl or Dawn. if you have a story, like, I guess, is there one of the songs maybe that sticks out to you that you really love the story behind it or like feel um, you can relate to it too? Yeah.
4: Uh, (laughs) Sorrow. Yeah. Maybe the one about divorce. Honestly, like this is, this is going to sound terrible. Like, yeah. I do connect with the music, but I play like lead guitar. And so I connect on a much more musical level than I do on like a lyrical level or a song mm-hmm. meaning level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know most of the words to our songs. Like I know some of my backup vocals, but like sure. one time when Don was playing drums, he does a lot of backup vocals and I was filling in. I was just singing gibberish because <laughs> I, I don't know the lyrics. Um, but I think like, <laughs> Walls is one of the ones that I have the most fun playing uh, because it's really high energy and like heavy uh, heavier than some of the stuff that we do and then Lean on the lighter side has like some lead leads in it on guitar that just like uh, are really emotionally captivating and I really enjoy yeah. playing that and it's probably one of the more like <clears throat> it's one of the songs where I get to like do more technically like fun stuff on guitar. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
4: And, uh, for me, the song, the wolves, uh,
3: title track from the wolves album. Um, that was one for me. I was excited to learn and and play with these guys. Um, it's a creative song. Um, I like it when we play it live, it's kind of got a cool mood to it. And then it sort of changes in the back half where, you know, there's this energy that pops out of nowhere. And, um, you know, I remember even messaging Thomas when I was first, you know, getting in the band. I was like, man, the Wolves, that song is fucking cool. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my favorite song right now in the wheelhouse, for sure. What
0: about you, Thomas?
1: Yeah. Favorite song to play? Um, I mean, I really like playing Sorrow just because it's really sad and it's different, and it's kind of a break in the set. Um, yep, sure. yeah. but uh, left is is probably one of the ones I'm more proud of, uh, just as a as a whole song. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, there's
1: a lot of a lot of a lot of cool spots in there. Um, we usually what's left. About? Uh, so left, uh, I wrote the bridge to left like six years ago maybe and i just had it in my phone on a notes app um and it was just about a breakup that i was going through just that that part um and then i totally forgot about it and i remember when i wrote it i had like this uh rhythm that i that i was going to use for it so i brought that back and i put that you know I, i wanted to use that and i but i didn't know how um so i just kind of wrote that bridge first and then kind of like wrote everything else around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I, when we were touring in our first tour back in November of 22, um, I had that song and I was like listening to it and like writing it on the road. Um, and then we played this show in Redding, California where no one came. Uh, it was like five people came maybe. Okay <laughs>
0: uh,
1: so, uh, and we had like listened like it was it was kind of working in the car like we had a we had the instrumental done I didn't have all the lyrics done at all and we we're like hey no one's here let's just play this song and see what happens no. so like uh, we played it live I got a more feel for it and then that night on the on the way to the next city or whatever um, I just wrote the lyrics uh, I don't even remember really where they came from, Um, I kind of, I guess I kind of just took the ideas from the bridge and just kind of expanded on it a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. But I knew I wanted it to have like a catchy hook. So, Mm -hmm. um, cause I don't write a lot of choruses um, when I write songs. It's kind of really always like verse, um, chorus, like I guess I should say uh, repeated choruses. Um, Mm -hmm. Usually like verse, chorus, bridge, and then outro or something like, I don't really like to repeat much. but I think it is important, especially for like singles to have some sort of catchy hook. Um, mm-hmm. so I, you know, I did, I did write a chorus for that one. That's very simple. Just, you know, it's kind of repeated lines and then we have two, two vocals on it, uh, which Don sings live. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just really like how that song starts and like when the drums kick in and it starts with, you know, just like this kind of breakdown ish type thing that's, Kind of all over the place, and then it goes into like an old, like brand new it's fail type uh, verse. Um, yeah, and it just has a lot of different, a lot of a lot of different parts. And then it breaks down for a little bit, and comes back in, and it's just it's just fun to play.
0: Tour now that you're on, because you have them listed here, like January fifth in Yakima.
1: Yeah, yeah, that one was kind of yeah. That's what's kind of what we're on. I mean, okay. uh, it's kind of that's kind of like two tours put together. Like we had all these Pacific Northwest dates, and then we're doing the 18 shows in a row, and then we come back and play a few more
3: mm.
1: uh, Tacoma, and we haven't hit Tacoma in like a year, and we're we're playing for a Stone Temple Pilots cover band that night.
0: Oh, cool!
1: That should be pretty cool. Uh, Always loved that uh, Stone Temple Pilots. So never got to see him live. So this will be kind of somewhat the same. I guess not really, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. But uh,
0: I, I never saw (laughs) STP live, but I did see. Well, I guess I have a cool like family member thing, Daryl. My. I guess you would say great uncle by marriage is Duff McKagan. Oh, wow. So, um, but he was in a band with Scott Weiland.
3: Velvet Revolver. Yes. Sweet.
0: So that was the only time I ever got to see him. And that was probably like soon before he had passed. But Mm. yeah,
3: I got to see SDP at, uh, the original lineup, Uh, in Spokane I think it was 2008 I was in college and they got back together and um, they played at uh, the knitting factory there in Spokane and I always heard it was hit or miss with Scott Weiland you know if he could be in or out of the zone and Mm -hmm. he was in the zone the night that I saw him play it was absolutely wonderful amazing concert he had the megaphone out and he was doing stuff and great great energy wonderful time I also saw the revolver too yeah yeah was good too
0: I I, it always amazes me how skinny those guys are.
3: Right, are right. Like, yep. or, Duff,
0: his waist is like this big.
3: Yep, it's or so Jane's Addiction and those guys, same thing. Like Perry Farrell mm-hmm. and those dudes. Yeah. It's like,
0: And they're tall, too, and just, I'm right. like, where, what, how?
4: Yep, majestic humans.
0: Oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they're aliens, yeah. I tell you. Right.
4: <laughs> Being on tour, eating shitty food, and drinking right. a lot of beer. I, I don't end up looking like that. So
0: no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't get it. I don't right. get it. I
2: know.
0: Yeah, and you know all those guys are sober and they, they like the nice- eat just mm. grass and stuff now, so it's just like nothing. But I don't know. Anyway, off topic here. That's what I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay, we'll do one more question. If we have one. Do we have another one?
4: I'm not we can talk about Congress. I, mean, I have an
0: idea, uh, and then we'll talk about the tour a little bit. Um, Don and Daryl, do you know what sinking season means or where it came from?
4: Yeah. We'll okay. Let's
0: remind. It. Let's remind folks. Uh,
4: I think it's like a down period in your life, like right, Thomas. <laughs> yep. Time period
1: of sadness. Yeah.
0: Yep. The definition of a Nemo band. It can't be a-,
1: it's a pretty good name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, did it take you forever to find figure out the name?
1: I don't even remember how I thought of it. And I don't remember what other options there were at the time. I know I yeah. wanted something that if you just Googled it, like nothing else would pop up. That was my main thing. So, you know, like I had other I think I had like sinking ships at one point but like that's already was a band or something or I don't know uh it was I, I don't really remember how I came up with it but yeah when I did I was like oh yeah that sounds cool and nothing else was was taken um and then coincidentally uh you know when this band went on hi- hiatus for five years um, another band was created by someone called sinking Season. Like, they took the name and they released an album and they had, like, a Instagram and, like, YouTube and all, all the stuff. with And then yeah. once I started the band, I'm like, what the hell is this like? You know? So, and yeah. then they, they broke up or whatever. So, like, I messaged them on Instagram and I was like, hey, okay. like, uh, you know, uh, I've had this name for a while. Um, starting this band back up. Uh, like, is there any way you can do something about that and the guy was cool he's like oh yeah like um he's like he had saw my page and he's like oh but you hadn't posted anything for like two years so I figured like you were not using the name anymore and I'm like and then he's like well we we broke up anyway and I'm like was there any way you could just like change your stuff so it doesn't pop up when people like look for my bands and so he did he changed it to like Sinking ships. I don't remember, <laughs> um,
0: but there's still one video
1: on YouTube that if you type "sinking season" will pop up, and it's that other band. Oh, and I've wow. actually had people like tell me that they listened to that song before, and and I was like, no, oh, that's fucking not me. That's <laughs> what
0: kind um, of music is it?
1: <laughs> um, it's, it's I mean, it's somewhat similar, but it's more like. Singy, like indie rock ish thing. Um, Hmm. Yep, So,
0: well, if you hear anything like that, people, it's not, yeah, it's not the real sinking season. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, um, before we end it, I do want to see. So, I'm looking at this tour, this crazy tour you have going, Mm -hmm. um have you played in all of these places already
1: um no so oh, okay. on the southeast portion of it um, I've played in Nashville and I've played Cincinnati but everywhere else is is brand new for me not only playing but also ever being in oh, so cool. so yeah um, I will have you know most of those states I've never been to um, that New Orleans date we're playing during Mardi Gras downtown, oh. Uh, on a Sunday. So it should be oh. pretty, pretty fun for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, we got those first those those first three Texas shows are we have two house shows in there, and they're just gonna be wild.
0: Um, oh it didn't. The,
1: the Atlanta show is gonna be a big one. We got a lot of cool bands on there. We're playing with uh, Span Camping in Alaska. Um, they're from Alabama. They're on three of the shows. We're playing with the Color Fred full band. On five shows, so we'll be hanging with Fred for another five days, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, one of those is a skate park show in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, we got a we got a show on Super Bowl Sunday. It's a matinee show. It's a one PM show that's going to be over before the game, so we can still get a get a game in there or get a show in on that day because playing on the Super Bowl is basically impossible. But this place said that we can do it. Uh, you know, a 1230 doors type thing. Oh, dang. So, it should be interesting. Um, yeah. We've got a house show in Nashville on a Friday, which is going to be awesome. Um, yeah. Um, it's going to, we're going to have a couple. So Don's not able to go on this one. So uh, we got our buddy from uh, great Ear, uh, a great year abandoned Portland, uh, Sean, who's going to come along with us for to play bass. Hmm. Uh, and then Daryl's going to do, I think, 12 of the 18 shows and then uh we have a few that we might do three piece um our old bassist alec who i think you met the first time you saw us Mm -hmm. Uh, moved to chicago but he's gonna he's gonna fly down and play the first few shows with us um so kind of a lot of moving parts for this one so we'll see how it all comes together but uh, yeah it should be fun um yeah, and then we come back, we play uh, Tacoma, we play, go up to Canada again. Um, and then uh, we already are working on another tour that we're doing in May, uh, hitting the West Coast and the Southwest. <laughs> so uh, get, I'm getting close to my goal of playing all 50 states. I think uh, after May, I'll only have six left. So, and which
0: uh, ones are those?
1: Um, Alaska, which I'm hoping to do over the summer. Um, And then Delaware, which is going to be a weird one to figure out. Um, Maine, because when we were there in November, we had a show in Maine, but it was canceled because it was like a couple days after that shooter was just killing people in in Portland. So everything closed down. Um, And then New Hampshire, um, Iowa, and South Dakota.
0: Ooh, dang.
1: So we'll figure those out. And then... uh, and then, yeah, uh, after that, it's just like I want to start doing more international stuff. Yeah, um, like I was just down in Mexico and went to a lot of cool bars that they have bands playing in like Guadalajara, and uh, met this guy in Tequila that does house shows. Um, so we stayed uh, we stayed a night in Tequila, and it was really fun. It's where all mm-hmm. the is made in the world is within those within that area. It's just all you see is agave plants. It's pretty it's pretty wild. Love um, but uh yeah i would love <laughs> to play mexico um we're talking about going to europe we're talking about going to japan Oh um, yeah, um so yeah if we, if we think i guess we can say our next year is going to be a lot more sh- a lot of a lot of the same traveling playing shows uh record some more music put some stuff out um and yeah just keep hitting it um yeah daryl you want to jump in on any of the
4: next year stuff you're looking forward to i guess yeah, um, Yeah, I mean, I think I I love Austin. I'm excited to go there. I love Atlanta. I'm excited to go there. But I'm, I'm just excited to, like, experience the South a little bit more because I haven't spent a, a significant amount of time in the South. Um, I love Vancouver, the city, and the mm-hmm. food there. So I'm excited to go back. Um, honestly, like, life's so busy right now that it's tough to think past, like, the next two months but i'm i'm excited to find out what's next and and uh, be excited about it then
0: yeah have you been to new orleans before yeah
4: i haven't i'm looking forward to that although i've heard like mardi gras is sort of like the worst time to visit new orleans because of how crazy and nutty it is
0: yeah i went there for the first time for mardi gras last mm. year and it was insane but <laughs> so fun <laughs>
1: So going, going to play a show there where it's downtown and people are just going to be walking in that don't even know us. Yeah. That is a good time to be there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, that's what we did. My friend Mike and I, we just went downtown and there's so many, there's just the music there. I, I, You just walk into any bar and then just watch whoever's playing. We found this rock band that was just, yeah, it was, it was just so much fun. So much fun. So much drinking. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Looking forward to so
0: many parades. It was just insane. So much crawfish if you haven't had crawfish before.
4: Crawfish is so good. I've been to Louisiana. I haven't been to New Orleans.
0: Oh, so then yeah, you know. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. I'm excited for you guys. What about you, Don? What are you excited for?
3: Let's see. Yep. I'm excited for the Texas shows as well. I got a friend that lives down there and he'll be excited to come out to one or more of those shows. Um Playing in California will be fun to text in May, just so yeah. that doesn't confuse you. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'll be, we're planning some shows out there in May. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that'll yeah. be exciting. Um, just getting to see uh, other places I haven't been to before and playing a show in the town and having some fun. Yeah, just more shows, more songs. That's definitely what I'm looking forward to.
1: Yeah, and we're going to be doing California again on that route. And I know Don, you've only been to California once, and it was just L.A. So, we right, kind of show you kind of where the band started because the band started in California. Um, yep. So we got we got to play in Oakland and Fresno and um, uh, Sacramento and Southern California. You um, going to
0: go play in Escondido?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, probably not. No. Uh, I played San Diego for the first time back in last May, and it was fun.
0: Um, Yeah, they got flooded, like, bad. I'm sure. I don't know if you saw.
4: really? Uh, Yeah.
0: Like, really bad flooding down there. Like, right even the airport got hmm. flooded. Yeah. Anyway. It's the most rain they've had since, like, 1970-something. Wow.
1: I guess a good question that we can each answer as well is uh, if we could pick one place to uh, tour uh, where mm. would be I like that city
4: or country mm. mm-hmm. I think Asia would be cool. Um, I mean we're talking about doing Japan, which I'm pretty excited about, but I think like just getting to experience music in, in a place that where it's like there is a thriving music scene, but like the the sensibilities about music are so different would, would be really interesting.
0: Japan would be nuts.
4: Yeah. I yeah, feel yeah. like you
0: would get such a following there for sure. I'm really
1: excited for Japan. I'm really excited for Europe. Um, I want to yeah. tour the UK. I mean, yeah. I want to tour everywhere, but I guess those would be my main like
0: mm-hmm. three
1: things. Um, um, I've never been to Italy and I'm Italian. Um, so playing there would be really fun. Um. Let's
4: see. Are you like real uh, Italian or are you like ragu sauce Italian? I'm
1: Sicilian, yeah.
4: Really? My grandpa- a little I'm little
0: Sicilian there. too!
4: Yeah.
1: I think we've talked about that before.
0: But I'm like ragu. Mm. Okay. <laughs> like That's my mom's first. side. <laughs>
1: I'm the first U.S. born uh, in my family. Oh, mm. yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, That's no. pretty My lovely. dad
1: was born in England and his dad was was from Italy. Oh, cool. But, uh, so yeah, Italy would be cool. Um, I think uh, Amsterdam would be really fun. Yeah. Uh, maybe too much fun. fun. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to go everywhere. I'll, I'll play, you know, I'll, I'll, I want to be like Metallica and play it all seven continents and play in the South Pole in a fucking globe like they did. I would do it.
0: <laughs> I know, we get to see Metallica this year, finally, because they were like, Their tickets went on sale fucking five years ago. And we're like, oh, yeah, that's right. And it's a two-night
1: Which one are you going to? Because I'm going to go to that, too.
0: I guess we're going both nights. Oh, okay. Right, Anna? Yeah.
1: It's different openers each night, too. Yes,
0: that's
1: Uh, right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, So everywhere. But what about you,
3: Don? I second the Amsterdam vote, for sure. And, um, yeah, I think (laughs) Australia... I think Australia would be fun to uh, people. Um, a lot of my favorite bands are from down there. Oddly enough, there's sort of kind of a, a, a good rock scene down there and yeah, it'd just be cool to be that far away from home and playing a show.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've already connected with some uh, Japan bands actually. And it, it's cool to see like how like Midwest emo uh, is being played in like Japan, like,
4: They have Mm -hmm. bands
1: that sound just like they're from like Ohio or something and like, but it's in Japanese. And like, I think that would be like really cool to like tour with like international bands that don't even speak English, but play our same style of music. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that that, that would be a really fun experience. So definitely excited to meet more people internationally and Mm -hmm. see how they see how they run their music stuff, you know? So I I know Japan. Japan has a much different culture when it comes to touring bands, like all the venues, like provide all the gear you need. Like you don't have to take anything. They have drums, they have amps, they got, you know, everything there for you. You just got to bring your guitar and plug it in essentially. Um, oh, that's
0: cool.
1: Yeah. So like logistically going to Japan should be pretty, pretty, pretty easy for us. Uh, and then you mm-hmm. get, you get the, the week long, um, High high speed train pass for like two hundred bucks, and then you could just go all over the country for you know two hundred miles an hour. So your drives are short.
2: You just yeah. Sit on the
1: train and take your guitar and you take your luggage and go play in Japan for a week. And fly back.
0: I want to be as cool as you guys.
2: <laughs> you guys can just come. <laughs> I know.
0: I can play the tambourine. I think. I don't be know.
2: Groovy. There you go.
1: <laughs> we need more tambourines.
0: True. Yeah. You know how to I play probably. the cowbell? Yeah.
3: Huh? Cowbell?
0: The what?
2: Yeah. There you go. Yes. Fuck yeah. Tamarine. More yeah. cowbell.
0: <laughs> yeah. All day. <Okay. laughs> All right, kids. Well, we'll let you go. I I'm so glad we were able to do this. I was like, I yeah. I had to because I had like we had like three or four bands and then two bailed and we're like, okay, it was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> but we're him. sad Mike didn't join us. Did he yeah, text? I know, no, I don't
1: know what happened with him.
0: Oh, gosh. I hope uh, he's okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll okay. see. Uh, it's fine. He he talked a lot in our last one, so.
0: That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we did that in the last one. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So we did plugs and all that kind of stuff. Is there any last little things you want to mention before we hang it up? Sweet
1: shout out. We have a, I mean, I'm sure most people. That listen to this are Seattle-based area, correct? Yeah. Uh, so we could plug. Uh, we have a, sh- our first time playing at Chop Suey. I um, saw that uh, February twenty eighth, and it's going to be four bands, all from Seattle, um, all local show. Um, been talking with the venue about maybe uh, creating this new like Seattle Showcase uh, series, where we kind of like have a night for all only local bands. Um, yeah. So we're trying to make sure that this first one does well and uh, maybe it can be a recurring thing that, you know, people can come out and see the new bands from Seattle and, just, you know, come out and, you know, listen, I think it's something like 15 bucks. You get to see four bands mm-hmm. uh, fun time. So that's on uh, Wednesday, the 24 20, 28th.
0: Mm-hmm. Are, are there different bands that are playing that night than what's on the...
1: Yeah, so it's gonna be us. Um, It's gonna be well, we haven't announced it yet, so it we'll be announcing it in the next couple days. Uh, We're still uh, tying up, you know, confirming stuff, so I don't want to say anything yet. But yeah, um, but yeah, so uh, there will be three other bands that are TBA.
0: Ooh,
1: that one should be fun. Um, Yeah, other Seattle stuff. uh, We have a show in March back at the substation. Um, Oh so we're we're playing that one and then we have uh then we'll be going on another tour which will be announced in probably next month um, mm-hmm. and we'll be hitting up uh, i think May 15th is our is the date on that one so uh, yeah we you know we have a few Seattle shows coming up in the next 4 or 5 months uh so lots of time to come see us uh if you guys follow us on Instagram it's just sinking season uh all the dates are always there in a easy pinned post. So uh yeah. yeah, check out our music if you haven't. If you have, then check it out again so we can get uh point zero zero four cents every time you listen.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get that paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Oh my but, gosh.
1: But uh, cool. yeah, come up, uh, grab a vinyl, we uh sign them if you uh I think uh, Lindsay has one sitting there. You guys can maybe should show that. I don't know if you have the video thing on, but oh, yeah. I oh, guess you people, want to show yeah, it again? Huh?
0: There you we go. Show
1: it again. Yeah. Well, you didn't show it when we were recording. That was like-
0: oh
1: yeah. So you know we uh we decorate it and write a little message if you if you want, and uh, it's a good way to support. It's a cool thing to have.
3: Yes.
1: Like uh, I think I have. I ordered two hundred and twenty of those. Uh, I financed it all myself, so it was pretty big. uh, I think it was like twenty two hundred bucks or something. Uh, And I had a stack in my house of boxes of vinyl that's, you know, reduced a lot. But I think I still have about (laughs) eighty of those left.
0: Do you um, find that people? Because there's another band, um, Sour Fuzz, that we interviewed. They have a bunch of cassettes that they they were. You have cassettes too.
1: Um, we have cassettes too. We, uh, we, um, so Stay Tough Records, uh, shout out to them. They're a SoCal uh, tape record label. Um, they do all of our tapes for us. Um, they hook us up with that and it's really cool. So, you know, I think I think for the therapy album I had 40 made and I have a few left and then mm-hmm. for the Wolves I got 50 and I have, have a few of those left. Uh, yeah, people like tapes. Uh, we have CDs as well, but yeah, uh, you know, um, vinyl's always been my favorite thing, and it's always something that I wanted to be able to have uh, my music be on. So uh, it was really cool to finally get that done and to see yeah. that, you know, people want to buy them and have us sign them. And it's been a cool spot. That's my favorite thing to, to sell for sure in terms of merch, even yeah. though it's not as profitable as other things, but it's just, I think it's the coolest thing to have. So
0: I love it. I wish more bands did that. But we yeah. understand that it's expensive,
1: obviously. Yeah, expensive, yep. and it takes a while to get. Um, and then you have to, I mean, for most bands, like we really only sell stuff at shows, right? So like, if you're not playing a lot of shows, you're really not selling many things. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I've been pretty lazy with the online store, yeah. so I don't really uh, do much of that. But like, most people don't really buy stuff online, and then I have to right. ship it, and it's just... It's annoying. Yeah.
0: I only like to buy merch when I'm at the show. I feel like that's weird too. I yeah, know,
2: you know. I it and it online.
1: gives it, like it's cool because like I you know I, I pretty much mostly uh, am the one that's working the merch table so mm-hmm. it gives a chance to talk to people as they come up and have that yeah. little kind of more intimate experience with people and um, you know we get to all they get to meet the whole band. We all talk to them. Get you know, sign their stuff, whatever. Um, so it, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah.
0: Cool. All right. Well, we'll let you go. Um, we we'll, want to make sure you have a safe. We we'll wish you a safe travels. Mm-hmm. Be good. Be smart. <laughs> 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 and yep. of course, happy yep. early birthday.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yay 35 <laughs> holy cannoli uh, mm-hmm. Sunday, yep. No. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. okay. cool. sweet yep. thanks uh, for I'm
0: having us well, yeah of course
1: thanks for having well, thank us all, as always thank and you, uh you know we'll have to do this again maybe at the end of the year and you can you can uh see how much stuff's happened since then
0: yeah you're gonna be uber uber famous yeah, yeah. Maybe
1: we'll go happy. to Hawaii again, and mm-hmm. you guys can just come and do a live. Uh,
0: oh my live, god! Yes.
1: a live, a live, a live yeah, podcast in, in Hawaii. We'll on the beach.
0: Yes, I don't think much work mm-hmm. would get done though. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> no, but to actually go to one hour after to Hawaii to watch you guys—that would be amazing. Okay, right. kids. Well, we'll let you go. Sleep Alrighty. good. Bye. <laughs>